Thanks for joining us today. We love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life, so we encourage you to share your story with us at info at fellowshipgj.com. Also, if God is using this ministry to impact you, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially. You can do that online at fellowshipgj.com and pick the giving option that works best for you and help us continue to bring the message of Christ to our community and beyond. Again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's message. Well, church, good morning. I want to go ahead and dive straight into this, okay? So in Matthew chapter 4, we're reading about Jesus walking along the seashore. And it says this in verse 18. It says, while walking by the sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Uh, I know that I can be someone who can complicate anything. I can complicate life. I think there's a lot of us in this room that, that you would have the same problem with, that I have, that you can take something super simple and overcomplicate it and make it difficult. And uh, I think one of the problems that we have in our Christianity sometimes is we overcomplicate Christianity. But Jesus showed us what it means to be a Christian, not by making it complex, but by making it so simple. He summed it up in two words. He summed it up in the words, follow me. And today we're going to continue in this thought that we started last week, and I believe that, that you're here for a reason. I believe God wants to break some chains off people. I believe that there's going to be a light shine into your life if you will just allow him to do so today. So I want to ask you, would you pray with me, and let's ask God to teach us right now, okay? Heavenly Father, we come before you right now in Jesus' name. And uh, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we can uh, get into your word and know what you want for us in life. So, Lord, I pray that you would uh, help us, God, free us from any distractions, free us from any bondage, free us from anything that's getting in the way of us seeing you the way you want us to see you today. So, that God, that's what we ask. We ask that, Jesus, we would see you in this place today and that we would understand exactly what it is that you want from each of us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. So, Jesus is walking down by the seashore. We see two, he sees two guys out there casting their nets. They're fishing. He says, hey, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Man, I love this text. I love this text because um, I can remember teaching it as a historical Bible story. On one level, it's a great historical Bible story. I, I taught it in kids' church. I can actually remember learning about this when I was in Sunday school as a little boy. I love the story. And on one level, it's a great historical Bible story, but but on another level, if you dig just a little bit deeper into it, you'll see that there's a lesson in this that can absolutely change your life if you let it. Because Jesus is walking along, and, and as he sees these men fishing, he, they're, they're, they're operating on one dimension. They're, they're fishers of fish. But he, he tells them, if you respond to my call and you follow me, 
I'm going to help you operate in a different dimension. I'm going to change you from being a fisher of fish to a fisher of men. In other words, you're doing the right thing. You're just doing it in the wrong place. And, I, and I've given you a gift set and a skill set. And, and, I, and I'm not just saving you. I'm saving your skill set and your gift set from your past so that you can, you can now be operating with that in a new dimension. And, and he's given you exactly the gifts that he's given you for a reason. So these men, what they're doing, they're, they're doing the right thing just in the wrong place. And he's saying, so this is the thing. I want you to respond to me. And in responding to me, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change you. And I'm going to place you in the right place so that you can begin to recognize that everything that you've been through, your experiences that you've gone through, the struggles that you've gone through, that it all happened so that you can now understand how to use those things that I've put in you, those things, those, those giftings, those passions in you to use them in the right dimension. You were fishers of fish, but I'll make you fishers of men. He says, hey, follow me, and I will make you. That's two different things. Follow me. That's your responsibility. Making you, that's God's responsibility. So no, 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 Peter, you don't, you don't have to make yourself a fisher of men. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to strive. You don't have to, uh, to become a fisher of men. That, that's not what I told you to do. What I want you to do is I want you to follow me. Your responsibility is to follow me. My responsibility is to make you. My, mine is to change you. You see, there's a lot of us in this room, we've been praying, God, would you change me? Would you, would you change this in my life? Would you change that in my life? And, and really, that's not, that's not our business. It's none of your business because he, he doesn't say that we're supposed to change ourselves or our focus is supposed to be on change. He says your focus is very simple. It's a simple call. Follow me. Follow me, Jesus says, and I will do the changing. See, in your pursuit of me, in your, in your passion and following me and trying to figure out exactly where his next step is and, and being obedient to him, it, what's going to happen is I'm going to change you and you're, you're going you're to be different. You're, you're not going to see things the way that you used to see them. Th things are going to start to change in your life. Follow me. And the Bible says that after Jesus gave this call to these two men that immediately, immediately they dropped their nets. There's something about the initial call from God that, that demands an immediate response. They were fishing. It says immediately they dropped their nets. And, and I think a lot of us would know what that would feel like, that immediately you've dropped something. You, you, you got rid of something. But what I want you to see here is that what happened immediately also took place gradually, continually over time. That there was a de decision, a response, and, and I, I'm talking about a, a, a real response from God, from a real encounter from God. This is like, this is conversion. This is having an encounter with God where you have to respond to it. You have to change. You have to go, you know what, it's the type of conversion that will make you walk away from a man that you can see so that you can pursue a man that you can't see. 
The, the type of conversion that causes you to, to erase a bunch of connections and, and contacts off of your phone. The, the, the type of conversion where you say there's a part of my life that I've got to let go of. I, I can tell that God is calling me away from that. Immediately they drop their nets. But it, it didn't just take place immediately. It also took place over time gradually. And we see this because we see that Peter... When he received the call from God, he dropped his nets, he let go of it. He said, I'm being called on to something greater. There's, there's a better life for me. There's something good. But, but, but we see that later as we read on into the story, he came back and he picked them up again. Have you ever dropped something and got rid of it, but you picked it up again? It's like you... You know God was calling you away from it. You know he was saying, follow me. Like, like I, I want to change your life. And there's some things that you're going to walk away from in your past. And, and yet, and yet you, you find yourself like, I know i got to let go of this. But you come and start following after Jesus. And then after a period of time, uh, like Peter, you go back and you pick that up again. And now you're, you're standing there with the net and Jesus. Is all in the same boat. And Jesus is challenging Peter over and over again to, to let go of his nets and to stop being a fisher of fish, but to start being a fisher of men. So really, this text is all about patience. This, this story is all about the patience of God. The patience of God who will work with a man who, who has nets. Who, who will be in a boat with a man who has nets, who will preach from a boat with a man who has nets, who will rebuke storms from a boat with a man who has nets. And, and all along he's challenging Peter, I want you to drop your nets and I want you to stop fishing for fish. I want you to start fishing with me. Uh, it, it just, just let it go. But yet he stands there in this struggle of like, like holding on to his nets, holding on to his past, holding on to that thing. That plan B, and yet he's there with Jesus. That, my friends, is life. That, my friends, is the struggle of every believer that, that Jesus calls us to things. And he says, I want you to come, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. He calls them to a, a greater level, and, and yet we find ourselves sometimes holding on to something from the past. See, he challenges Peter just like he challenges every one of us because we can tend to go back to what we see because the truth is God sees things in you that you don't see in you. And, and what we can do is we can, we can go, I, I think I know how to get by this way I, and I think I could operate on this level. So we go back to the net. All the while God's saying, I'm seeing something on a different level for you. Um, I, what, what you're going to is beneath you, but I'm calling you to something different. I, I'm challenging you. Would, you. would you let go of your nets and just start following me? He says, hey, follow me and I'll make you. That means I'm going to change you. And this is what you got to know about the way God changes you is you, you, you don't know when it happens. Like, you don't know the exact moment, like, oh, this is when God changed me. This is like, like just all of a second, I, I, all of a sudden I was, I was different. Like, it's, little by little, 
over the time, we're changed by God. You don't know the day. You don't know the minute. You don't know the moment. The Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. You don't know what step he's actually going to change you in. But all of a sudden, if you keep following him, little by little, he starts peeling away your insecurities. And he starts peeling away your fears and your doubts. And now all of a sudden, you have courage and you're going, I don't even know where this came from. And you're standing up to people and speaking out God's word. The same people you used to hide from and you used to, uh, to, to bow out of the conversations for, because I don't want any conflict here or anything. Now all of a sudden, you find yourself shouting out and saying, no, I, I believe in Jesus. And courage is coming up in you. And you're going, I don't even know where this came from. Where, where, where did this even come from? You're going, well, it's not that you did it. You didn't change you. You didn't make you. You were just following me. And as you follow me, it's going to change you. Your appetites will change. The, the things that you care about will change. The things that you love will change. The things that you hate will change. The, just following him. Anyway, we try so hard, like, I gotta fix this about myself. I gotta fix that about myself. And, and all the while, Jesus said, No, 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 no. All I want you to worry about is following me. Following me. This is walking with God. And, and see, we see that Peter here, like, like he, he went through this whole experience. Because Peter started off as a fisherman, and as we see through his life, um, as God began peeling away the insecurities off of him and giving him strength, that, that this actually happens. What we see in Acts chapter 2, Peter finally stands up with such boldness and courage that he is preaching to people he used to hide from. He's preaching to people that he, he lied and betrayed Jesus to. It, like, like He is preaching to the same group of people that he was scared of. He's saying, therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. He got courage, and, and where did it come from? It didn't come from Peter going, I'm going to be strong. He's just going, wow, I, I was just following Jesus. Jesus saying, hey, follow me. See, Peter, I, I know you're going to deny me. I know you're going to betray me. I, I, I know that there's going to be bad days. I know you're going to lie and say that, I didn't, uh, that you didn't even know me. I know that you're going to cuss around people and act like I didn't do for you what I've done in your life and for you. I know that you're going to hit the bottom so hard that you're going to want to give up and you're going to want to quit out of ministry. I know that people are going to give up on you. And when everyone else is throwing you to the curb and everyone else is saying they're done with you, I am saying, no, Peter, still come come follow me. I'm not done with you. I'm not through with you. I still got work to do in your life. I, I know this about you, Peter, because I'm calling you to follow me. We're going to have a relationship. See, a relationship is different than an experience. Now, I mean, the text that we just read was an experience, but what I'm preaching to you this morning is a relationship. You know, a wedding is an experience, but to have a marriage is a relationship. Uh, having a child, that's an experience. Raising a child, that's a relationship. And see, what happens sometimes in our Christianity is that we search for experiences. 
Like I need the next goosebump feeling. I need the next time where like they sang my favorite song and I felt really good about that. And, and, and we struggle through life because we're looking for experiences. And he's saying, no, I am calling you into a relationship. And in a relationship, sometimes it's gonna be great and sometimes there's gonna be ordinary pages. And, and there's gonna be days where you're good and there's gonna be days where you're not so good. There's gonna be days when you're strong and days when you feel weak. But Jesus is calling out, follow me. Like, there's going to be days you're secure and you're confident, and in those days, follow me. And there's going to be days when you're scared, and in those days, follow me. He's saying, he's saying it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. There's going to be days where you're, you're, you're picking up the net and holding on to the junk from your past, and there's going to be days when you're dropping it. But even in those times, follow me. Sometimes you're going to be good. Sometimes you're going to struggle. Sometimes you're going to be strong. Sometimes you're going to be weak. Sometimes you're going to be so bold and courageous that you will swing a sword at a soldier's head, end up cutting his ear off, and then in the very next moment we see that you're so scared, you're, you're, you're saying you, you don't even know this Jesus. Peter, I know there's going to be difficulties. I know there's going to be times when you want to cash it all in, when you want to give up, but... But it's simple what I want you to do, Peter. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me even when you're confused. Follow me when you don't understand. Follow me when you're intimidated. See, for every one of us in this room, there's going to be days when we're, when we're holy and we're righteous and we're seeking God and we're praying and we're loving him. And there's going to be days when we're hiding in a cave and we're scared. And, and, and he's saying, through it all, follow me. Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. But we see in the story for Peter, it gets bad, and it gets dark. In fact, it gets really bad, and it gets really dark. Peter, who at one moment is so bold, in the next moment finds himself in such a dark place, he ends up denying Jesus. Jesus has been crucified. He denies Jesus. He, he lies about even knowing him, and he walks away. The same Peter that Jesus invested three years of mentoring into quit the church and said, I'm through with this. I'm done with it. It's all a mess. It doesn't make any sense. I invested three years into this, and now Jesus is dead, and, and, and people are crazy. People are trying to kill me. Church folk are crazy. You know, I'm done with this. He says, I'm going, in John 21, he says, I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing is the same as I'm going on a drinking spree. <laughs> I'm calling her back up. You know, I'm going back to that old way of life. See, when he says, I'm going fishing, push has come to shove, and he's, he's through with it. He's done with it. He's, he's given up, and he's saying, you know what? I'm not trying to walk on water anymore. I'm not trying to step into the next dimension. I'm not trying to, to walk out the calling of God on my life. I'm not trying to live at a higher purpose. I'm just going to go back to what I know. I'm just going to go back to being my old self. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to fishing, so... So Peter goes out and he takes his, his nets. Oh, yeah, he's still got them. 
I'm walking with Jesus this whole time, and he still got him. He, he kind of had his plan B, that thing in the pocket, that thing, you know, we don't want to talk about. It, it's like I can, I can still go back to that. I can still, still know how to do one thing. And he takes his nets, and the Bible says he, he takes them, and he goes out fishing one night, and he, he casts the net. The net hits the water. He drags it back in, and there's nothing in it. Takes the net. He throws it back out again. Hits the water. He pulls it back in, and nothing. He takes his net. He throws his net out again, and he starts pulling it back in. And there's nothing in it. He's like, wait, 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 wait. I, I know that I know how to do this. I know I know how to get a fix. I know I know how to get some joy and, and some, some, some temporary peace. I know how to make some money. I, I know how to do this. And he throws the net back out there. He casts it and he pulls it in again and it's empty. Because sometimes God will let you fail at what you think you know when you think you're successful at. Because he wants you to recognize you can't do life without him. So here he is, the fisherman, the experienced fisherman. This was his, this was his livelihood. He knows what he's doing. He's out there fishing all night long, failing. Like, it, it, it used to satisfy me. I was, I was going for this. Like, uh, I knew that this would be a way I could get some sort of satisfaction. I, uh, I, could, I could have means for my family. This used to work. And I'm trying. And he found himself now striving. Where, like, all night long. The Bible actually says he fished so hard that he began stripping off his garments. All night long, he's just sweating and pulling the nets in, and it didn't work again, and he throws it out, and he's striving and pulling it back in again, and it didn't work, and he's striving, and there's people in this room who feel like Peter, who you're, you're doing what you can do, and you're pulling it in, and it comes back empty every time, and it's like, I'm, I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted, and he's standing there naked in the boat in the middle of the night, casting the net out, and nothing is working. Then in the morning, Jesus comes walking down the seashore with a fish sandwich. <laughs> to, just to show him, Peter, what you've been looking for, what you've been searching for, it's in my hand. Yeah, what, what you've been striving so hard to get, it's in my hand, Peter. So he's, he's walking here with the fish sandwich, and it's interesting because Peter is on the boat, and he is fishing for raw fish, and yet here Jesus is, and he's got cooked fish. Like, this, this is prepared. <laughs> this, is, this is a prepared blessing. And, and we see that, that Peter, like, he, he, he's out there, he's casting the nets, and Jesus comes up walking, eating a fish sandwich, he hollers again, hey, you have any fish? That's Jesus' way of saying, how's that working for you? Is it, is it going good, doing things on your own, not, not doing it my way? Is that, is that working? Is that good? He asked him, do you have any meat? Do you have any fish? Is it working for you? How's life turning out? Is this, is this what you wanted? And at that moment, we see that Peter leaps off the boat. 
he, he leaps off the boat and began swimming to Jesus. And the weirdest thing about this is it's the time that Peter leaps off the boat in order to be able to get to Jesus is actually the same time that Jesus let Peter be successful and actually catch fish. He was on the boat, a fisherman, trying to catch fish. And Jesus like, okay, fine. If this is what you want, if you, you really want to do things your way, I'm going to let you do it. So Jesus says, throw your net over there. He shows them where to throw it. He shows them what to do. And, and the Bible says he pulls in a great haul of fish. 153 fish are pulled into the boat. Okay. It's weird to me that Jesus decides to show him how to do things on his own. That's like, it's like showing Peter how to choose to walk away from Jesus. It's like showing you how to get away with what you're trying to get away with. Showing you how to sin. Showing you how to pull what you're trying to pull. And, and, and we see that it's at this moment that now the fishermen jumps off of a boat full of fish and starts swimming towards Jesus because, because there, there's never love until there's a choice. So Jesus let him be successful because if it's one thing to come to Jesus. If nothing else is working, then you come to Jesus. That, that's one thing. But, but Jesus let it work because there had to be a choice. Okay, if you really want to be a fisher of fish, then, then that's one thing, but I'm asking you to follow me. I'm asking you to choose me over the, your old life, over your past, over what you've been doing in the past, and I can, I can take you to a new level. I can take you to a new dimension, and Peter leaps off of a boat. The fisherman jumps off of a boat full of fish, and he's swimming towards Jesus. You can just imagine the closer he gets, the better the fish smells, because because what, what, what he's coming to is a prepared blessing. See, everything that you're willing to give up in order to be able to follow God in one dimension, he will restore to you in another dimension. And, and it's, it's not something that you have to work for. Do you realize the blessings that come from God are prepared blessings? All night long, fishing for raw fish, sweating, coming out of his clothes, he's working so hard. And Jesus is saying, what you've been looking for is in my hand. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to catch it. You don't have to scale it. You don't have to cook it. I've already got it ready for you. I'm just seeing, are you ready for the prepared blessing that I have for you? And here we got Peter. Peter, who he's been striving he finally jumped away from his nets. See, what are nets? The, the net is not the key to the story. The net is just a tool. It's a means. It's, it's something that we're trying to get something with. It's a tool I used to, to go after for Peter. It was fish, money. Okay, so every one of us, we have nets. We have something that, that we're doing to try to go back and get something that we're really lacking, something that we really want. And we're going, I need peace in my life. And if I just do this, if I go back to this, it'll give me peace. I, I need hope. I need joy. I, I, I want to be loved, okay? I want to feel some love in my life. So, so it's like we have the thing we go back to, and, and we see that finally Peter recognizes 
I've got all the fish I want now in the boat. I've got what I've been going after, but, but I'm jumping out of the boat because I don't want the fish anymore. What I want is Jesus. I finally got to the point where, where I recognized that there's, the, there's no satisfaction in, in doing things my way and going after what I want. There's no satisfaction in going back to the past. See, I, I have to get to a place where I can choose. And Jesus is saying, listen, I know there's, there's no love without decision. So I had to get you to a place where you were successful and you had a boat full of fish. So on one hand, you go, I can be successful at the, at the lifestyle that I've been thinking for myself. On the other hand, I got Jesus. And in Joshua, the Bible says that God so very clearly says, choose this day whom you will serve. And here Peter's going, I got to make a choice. I, I can do life my way, and I can go back my way, or I can just simply follow Jesus. And he leapt. He leapt off that boat. And when he left off the boat, he left from one dimension to another. He left into his calling. He left into what he was created for. He left into blessings and hope and joy and fulfillment. He left into the life that God wanted him to have. He ends up there on the shore. And what I love so much about this text and love about this story of Peter's life is we never again see Peter on a boat. It's never recorded again that Peter goes fishing. In fact, every time we read about Peter again in the New Testament, we read about him preaching. In fact, Peter got transformed when he jumped off the boat. He didn't know when it happened, but... Finally, when there was this leap of saying, I'm going to follow Jesus, I'm going to do it his way, I'm just going to follow him. Now, all of a sudden, he became a fisher, not of fish, but of men. He, he found his actual skill set. He found his actual calling. He found his real net. Because the Bible says on the day of Pentecost that, that Peter stood up and gave the inaugural address to the New Testament church. Of all of the apostles, the, the one that was cutting people's ears off and cussing and denying Jesus, it was that Peter who Jesus kept calling back, follow me, follow me, follow me, finally stood up in front of everyone he was afraid of and spoke about who Jesus Christ is and the word of God went out and caught the lives and the souls of 3,000 people that day. He changed from being a fisher of fish to being a fisher of men. Did he do it on his own? No, it all comes down to simply following him. Guys, I'm talking about purpose. I'm talking about calling. I'm talking about what Jesus is calling each and every one of us to do. I'm telling you that what you keep going back to is beneath you, but what God is calling you to is before you and is so much bigger and so much better than anything you can imagine. And You can't get there on your own. It's just as simple as responding to the call of Jesus. Follow me. Would you stand to your feet with me? I don't want to leave today without giving you an opportunity because I, I believe right now there are some of you, you're feeling something that, that you've never had explained to you before. You don't know what's going on right now, but you feel a drawing on the inside like, like you're being pulled towards God. And, and what this is is the Holy Spirit speaking to you and it's, it's the words of Jesus saying, follow me. 
follow me. And I know there's people in this room that you've never decided to follow Jesus Christ. You've never decided to, to ask him to forgive you of your sins, to make him your Lord and Savior. And the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I want to give you an opportunity today. We're not, we're not going to have a message about following Jesus without giving you the opportunity to follow Jesus today, to, to secure a home forever in heaven, to, to know without a doubt that you have a Savior who loves you and who will lead you to places that you never even thought possible. So what I want to do is I want to ask every person to bow your head and close your eyes. No one looking around. I'm going to count to three, and on the count of three, I'm going to ask you, to raise your hand if, if you have never asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins and you want to become a Christ follower today. And, and the Bible says we we got to confess this, that Jesus is Lord. We've got to believe in our heart that he was raised from the dead. So I, this is a big deal. This is not just like a, a little cute thing at the end of the service. I'm giving you an opportunity right now to, to immediately respond to the call of Jesus. So on the count of three, if you need to become a follower of Jesus Christ today with no one looking around, I want you to put your hand up so I can pray for you, okay? One, he is calling to you, follow me. Two, it will change your life. Three, put your hand up high in the air so I can pray for you today if you need to become a follower. Thank you, thank you. Keep your hand up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So many hands going up right now. Thank you very much. The church family, uh, we are going to pray together. I want to do a a repeat after me prayer where we're going to ask we're going to ask Jesus to be the Lord of our life. This is a salvation prayer and we're going to give the opportunity for every one of these people with their hands up to, to start a relationship with Jesus Christ right now. So please pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness. I believe that you are Lord and you died on the cross for my sins. So please forgive me and lead my life. Help me to follow you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let's give him a shout of praise. Thanks for listening to this week's message at Fellowship Church. If you have not made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I want to give you the opportunity to do that right now. The Bible says in the book of Romans that if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You can do that right now. I just want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner and I need forgiveness. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are Lord, that you died on the cross for my sins and that you rose again. And God, I thank you for that. I ask you now to be my savior, to guide my life and to give me a home forever in heaven. And God, I ask you this in your precious son, Jesus Christ's name, amen. If you just prayed this prayer for the first time or if you need prayer, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us at 970-245-PRAY or at prayer at fellowshipgj.com. Thanks again. We hope to see you again next week.